got love for you, man. Okay. What are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabbie Presents, the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Cabbie Presents podcast. I appreciate you spending some time with me over the next maybe hour or so while you're on your daily commute. You might be at work, you might be at the gym, or just cleaning your place. Wherever you're at, I appreciate your time. And you will be entertained by this podcast, I guarantee you. Listen, an NFL player is joining me for the next little while. And we don't talk X's and O's. We're talking about life. And there are many parts which are just amazing. Consider yourself in school. And the professor steps in the booth right now. And I remember this other time where uh, I used to always get on punishment and told not to use the phone. You know, I'm honest. I'm I'm literally giving people a picture of what I went through at all aspects Mm -hmm. of my life. Honestly, almost anything goes. It's amazing to, you know, to step into the ring with someone like like him. Who are you and uh, where do you come from? May I ask? The last time I saw this man, we were in a costume shop picking up <laughs> Halloween costume options for his teammates. Jimmy Graham, former teammate Chris Michaels, Michael Bennett, and Richard Sherman. Uh, the bit ended with us dressed as babies, one fat, the other cute. And the consensus, <laughs> the consensus reaction to that piece was, ew. The slabs of beef, fatty beef around my waist looked like um, I was wearing a striped brown donut suit. Uh, a regular in the Cabbie Presents world, this six foot four tight end, six foot four, six five. Six five and three eights. <laughs> <laughs> Rounds up. This uh let me say a regular in the Cabbie Presents world, this six foot five and three eights tight end unleashes an incredible Hulk scream when he catches touchdowns and once had Samson swag with the longest hair in the NFL not belonging to Clay Matthews. Luke Wilson <laughs> returns to the Cabbie Presents podcast. Welcome, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having me. That's a good intro right there. Oh, well, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Well, listen, I just remember, I recalled our last conversation, our last interaction, and uh, I don't know how you didn't also go skins as well, because I went skins, and I, listen, I do. I have the body of a football coach, <laughs> and you have the body of a football player. I remember, man. I was I was nervous, I was, but it turned out great. I was funny. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad. Don't you're be too mad at me. I didn't go skins. Don't be too mad at me. <laughs> Is it just because you didn't do like a thousand crunches that morning? Like you yeah. know, that was a little bit, and I was a little worried. You know, we have like that joking fine board. What does that mean? Um, so in the tight end room, this is kind of a it's a thing. It's like a huge thing. Like my life revolves around this fine board, and like getting like, fined. Yes, but like it's for funny stuff. So we have team fines. Like if you miss a meeting or you're late, you get fined. But we have a tight end only fine board where like if I say Canada, so for example, if they hear me on this podcast, which they will, it'll come out and I'll get fined for this. Really? Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's a social media fine. And then if they want to listen to it, 
depending on, like I just said, Canada, and I just said it again there. So, like, for me, it's a homeland. So if Jimmy says Miami, he gets fined. And there's, like, all sorts of funny ones, like Uncle Rico. You tell a story about high school, you're getting fined. And it, based on how bad it is is how big the fine is. And I was really nervous because, and, like, we're, we're using this fine money. Like, it, we know not, it's not like you're paying someone, but we, we do a little charity thing uh, at Christmas time. Okay. And then we basically take a big trip. At the end of the year. And let's just say that... And the, the funds from the fine yes. uh, help to fund the this, trip. this final trip. And let's just say that this is the third year of doing it. My, uh, my first year, I was kind of a middle ground guy, so I really enjoyed the trip. It was good. Last year, I might have led the fine board. <laughs> Coming out of a different angle now, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Okay, wait. So this is what... Okay, so the fines range from where to where as far as financial penalties go. Uh, the minimum is ten bucks. Ten bucks. If okay. you do something good, you can get a dollar bonus. So there's really no bonuses in the game. It's more like a joke. Like, okay. oh, congrats! There's a dollar off. <laughs> okay. Um, I and got. And they go as high as. There's no limit. I think this year I've got the highest one. The other, uh, the other day I got fined fifteen hundred dollars. Whoa! But I, I did. I deserved it. And to be honest with you, I was a little worried that it was going to be. Uh, it was going to be a little higher. Okay. What What did you do to constitute a fifteen hundred dollar fine? So I was mic'd up for a game, which is a, it's a slew of fines, like social media, big baller <laughs> fine, like all this stuff. But you're mic'd up by the NFL, no? No, by the Seahawks. Okay, and okay. I have to say yes, but where I got in trouble, like that in itself is not 1500 But I didn't, and I should have, but then it was like kind of a weird time, and I didn't tell anyone that I was mic'd up, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to tell all the other tight ends I'm mic'd up because they're never going to know. You know, it's it's we don't watch TV, right? And it just so happened that we played the next week on Sunday Night Football against the Colts, and because of the timing, we were in like a team meeting when they aired the mic'd up. Oh, like a team kind of like lunch, not lunch dinner, like. And then so everybody's in this room, and and Jimmy was like, "Why am I on TV so much right now?" Because he's always like sitting beside me, and we we're talking to each other during the game. And then I was like, "Oh wow, my cover's blown!" So not only did I get dung for being mic'd up and all that, then I got the Pink Panther fine because I was trying to get out of the fine. <laughs> you know, bad teammate, and it just is not a good situation. So who is the commissioner, or who is the arbiter? Arbiter maybe is not the right word, but who um, assigns the penalties? It's actually me. What? Yeah, so I. You, so we, so you gave yourself a fifteen hundred dollar fine. Well, except for it's so it's a group when it comes to me, and then everybody else instead of the ring of power, I hold the marker of power. <laughs> <laughs> and no, if you touch the board, it's board tampering, so that's a fine. Oh wow! So everybody, it's a group decision when it comes to me, and then everybody else. I mean, I'll allow people to talk, but the final say. I'm I'm wielding the marker of power. <laughs> How did you get that power? Power because uh, last year when we did the Halloween bit, you said Jimmy Graham his perfect Halloween costume would be Xerxes yes. from 300. Yes, and Xerxes was this mythical I don't know 100 foot uh, I guess villain in the movie, but yeah. this powerful leader. Yes. So how how are you wielding the power in that room? So <laughs> that's a good question. But uh, and Jimmy Graham's also like six eight. Yes, yes, he is. And we actually on the plane ride back from uh, L.A. watched Three Hundred, and we were howling, laughing the Xerxes scene. I was like, Oh, Jimmy, what's up, bro? <laughs> I see you out here. Um, but uh, it started with Cooper Helfit, who was a former tight end for us, and I sat next to him. So then as Cooper went to Oakland, and then once that happened. 
uh, I just immediately took over his mm. chair. And there was a void. Yeah, there was and a void, and, on the chair. I, and I needed to step up. So there right. was really no diplom- democracy or diplomatic process. I right. just kind of took it and enrolled with it. Um, so there's is there a physical board where you, it's your oh. penmanship on this board? F- yes. Is there? Do you have a photo on your phone of the, I, what it looks like? I don't. I don't. Or would that be a fine if you showed me the, no, the board? No, I, I could show you the board. Okay. Is there something you specific you want to know? I about just the want board? to see what it like. You know, like are are you guys in columns? Yeah, we're or, in like, columns. Does it say specifically what numbers, the fine is for? It, you know, the dollar value. No dollar the, value. No, Some people do that. What we go is we have. It says the TE fine board. If you can picture this in your head, and underneath the the saying, the mantra, if you will, is "Let the board speak." <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. it's got all our numbers. Uh, I think I went old. No, I went in new. So, so I got our coach. Oh, okay, I got our coach, and then I go from top to bottom. Uh, eighty-one. So it's eighty-one's Vanette. Eighty-two's me. Uh, Eighty-five is. This is bad because we've had a few guys kind of come in and out, and we find them <laughs> um, for being cut from the team. Oh no, no, or, we find them for coming in. Like, oh, you want to? Do you want to play the game? Pay your taxes, man. It's a thousand dollar entry fee. Wow, <laughs> and wow. there's not much you can say. So, but right now it goes 81, 82, 88 for Jimmy, and then our practice squad guy swoops is forty six. Okay, and then we've got a few other guys. Like, if you come in a room and touch the board, or if you don't knock coming in. <laughs> Now we don't collect on those, but uh, we collect on the on our fine board stuff. Like it's a real deal. So does the does this idea of a fine board extend to other factions of the team? Yes. Do the D linemen have a fine board. The O linemen have a special teams guys. The O linemen have a board? huge one with a ton of fines. Like I'd say we have about thirty to forty fines on ours so far in twenty seventeen. Yeah, no, I no, I would say like as far as categories you can get fined for. Oh my goodness! Where like, wow. yeah, they have one. They have like a Wayne Gretzky fine. What does that mean? I don't and see. That's the problem with their fine board. Is if you ask a question about a fine, it's a fine. <laughs> yes. So you don't know what any of their stuff means. You don't know. <laughs> but uh, I know the the wideouts have a fine board, but they're just like not on the same like level as us. So they kind of stole a bunch of our fines, and then they do like these negotiation things. Like, someone got fined 150 bucks the other day in their room, and he negotiated doing 150 push-ups. And I'm like, what kind of? So I go to the elder statesman in that room. I say, what kind of fine board are you guys running in there, man? You're making us look bad, you know? So well, that's actually that's not a bad way to get out of it. Like 150, you can bang on 150 yeah, push-ups in saying. three in three shots. Yeah, you do that in especially wideouts. Those guys, you know, you guys are like 185 pounds, pounds and like, just like for 3% like, body fat. Dude, that's not taxing anybody. We need, <laughs> you, gotta, you know, pay your pay your taxes over here. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh, the fine board. So wait, is it does it um, end after week 17 or does it, does oh, it the ends. fine does the finding system extend into the off season? Not into the off season. So you're safe in the off season. Okay, and then we don't do it up until so usually like the first. Four weeks of o- of off season, OTA stuff. We'll pick the date. So <laughs> last year we went to Vancouver, and that was our trip. Oh, that must have been a good time. Yeah, it was. It was very <laughs> enjoyable. It was very enjoyable. <laughs> Shout out to Peter Gurgis. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Peter was definitely involved in it. <laughs> but uh, so, and then once we come back from that is when we restart everything up and get going again. But once it, we're done playing our last game is when it caps off. Now, do you get, are there bonuses where, 
or are fines removed when you do good things in actual in play? Like no. in the actual games, like you have so many touches or you score a touchdown, does that are you able to then erase a fine like the heftiest fine because you know, like in that Colts game, you scored a touchdown, yeah. or the Titans game, you yeah. had that 27 yarder right over the middle, boom, yeah. you know, and then you unleashed the, the fury <laughs> of 300 friggin' Romans. Are they Greeks or are they Romans in 300? Greeks, Spartans, yeah. Spartans. yeah, yeah. Ah, yes. that. So is it? Does that is that possible? So most in your of it game? is. Most of it is not revolving football stuff. It is, but like not football, physical football plays. Okay, so that. And bonuses are very, very tough to get by. You get like we'll get fine, false starts, penalties, but most of the big fines have to be like something very, very suspect that you've you've done not on the football field. Like I got fined the other day, pretty heavy. <laughs> I had my sweatpants hemmed up, and I so I basically wore short shorts to practice with no tights, <laughs> and I got a swag fine for that and a tight end embarrassment, like it's stuff like that. That's fine. That, it's, so it's a. I don't know if there's a, not since maybe the 1970s or I guess no the 1980s has someone worn tight shorts in yeah. competition or in practice. Like how is it? I mean bike shorts. So the, and the compression shorts, yes. Yeah. But it's fire. You know, as far as like shorts that go on the outside of. Yes. You're the you're the one. Like, uh, just is there a reason why you hemmed your shorts, my G? Yeah, <laughs> and like how far uh, up the mid? Not not did they terrible, go? not terrible. What was embarrassing was the second day I wore them. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was at practice. Oh, and now I just felt like such a poser because this guy legitimately, like I was doing it as a joke. This guy like wore these shorts. Yeah, for, yeah, for a twenty-year <laughs> NBA career and arguably one of the greatest ever. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, uh, <laughs> it's not as funny anymore now. <laughs> Wow, that's cool. How, yeah. how, did you have any interaction with Kareem other than I saying, just said, hey, yeah, doing? I just said, hey, uh, he was kind of shaking everybody's hand. He gave our team a little speech on the way out. But it's like, you know, you get around the NFL guys and, you know, it's uh, size-wise, like we got some big dudes on our team. But he is another level of tall. Yeah, I think he's seven seven feet or seven five. And even like Jimmy was joking, uh, him and Jimmy took a photo after and he was like, dude, he just dwarfed me like I was a little kid like come on in come on in here like if I'm taking a photo of a little kid it's like that's like him taking a photo with us size wise like it's just it's kind of cool but it's bizarre was it uh was it a motivational speech or was he just kind of just talking about societal things because he's I believe he writes for Time Magazine every once in a while like an an editorial um and obviously he's he's I don't want to say he's very political but he's political he has a social awareness and social consciousness so he speaks on you know matters of of race and inequality and that kind of was it was it one of those type of things? No, or? it was just like a we just finished practice and he was just kind of like, hey, I'm following what you guys are doing and, uh, okay. and we've been doing some stuff with uh like in the community in Seattle area and I think him and Coach Carroll are pretty close. Oh right, and he is a guy that Coach Carroll's brought up a bunch uh, as far as a lot of the social injustice stuff and he does. I mean, some of the stuff that I've read through him and, and Coach Carroll shared with us. He's a uh, very special, you know, and very well renowned and well, you know, educated man on and not those types of issues, which is kind of cool to hear from him. When you uh, okay, qu- quickly back to football. After you score touchdowns and you scream like you're unleashing holy hell, yeah. uh, how much does your throat hurt? 
You know what? It's funny because people always ask me to like mimic that scream, and I just like can't do it in real life. No, I wouldn't want you to do it here because yeah. probably it would hurt. Because in the moment, your your like adrenaline the, is at just a thousand. Going. Yeah, and but, you're you know, I think I heard. I think it was either, I think it was the. You see the Tennessee game or the Indianapolis? I heard the scream on the broadcast. Yeah, like it comes through. That's how freaking loud it was. I, I just get so amped. I mean, it's tough to score, and offensively, we have so many weapons. Like you got to cherish these touchdowns, <laughs> right? <laughs> you yeah, gotta cherish them. Yo, how can we get you some more touches? Hey, how we how we give some more targets? You know what? I'm trying. The good thing is, for the beginning half of the season right now, you know, scored twice, caught a few other balls. I, I mean, I I think I'm I'm. Work my way up to get to that, you know, that breakout, maybe get a couple hundred yard games coming up soon. Who knows? I hope so. I hope so. Did Russell have his, I believe when the last, I think when we did the interview on the football field or maybe even the podcast, you mentioned that Russell had maybe just started, had like a, like a mini camp for like him and the receivers that yes. he would do for, I don't know, four or five days in the summertime. Yep. yep. Does, did he do that this year? He did. And he did. did you attend? Yeah. I was down there. I was in LA this year. Uh, we went to USC, and it's good work. Again, just kind of getting our timing back. A lot of that stuff is timing. But uh, the only thing I was disappointed in was, have you ever been to USC? Uh, yeah, it's like right in the heart of LA. Like it's a city school. It's not like, yeah, it's like, not I like I UCLA it was, was a beautiful yes, Brentwood that's campus. What, that's what I thought USC, USC was. Be, yeah. And it was like, you kind of leave that campus. I was like, hey, like, what's the vibe of USC? Like, I bet it's a cool vibe out here. No, we went there. We practiced, and we got out of USC. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing to do here. Nobody wants us around here, man. <laughs> it was there there are a couple of spots on the campus where there's some like lush like walkways and stuff, yeah. but it's like you're right in the heart of the LA. The heart so of LA. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's definitely not, not Brentwood. Exactly. I don't even know if there's an in and out burger close by, no. but um the UCLA campus, there's an in and out burger like right yeah. there. UCLA campus is the real deal now. Oh, the real deal. You know that like I, I, this you could probably do this in the off season. I can't because I'm a 40 year old man. <laughs> but just like based on what I see on Barstool, like every single day, it's like, like that that tells you where the fun the fun campuses are in yes. America. It's on the Barstool Sports <laughs> IG account, and every certainly every weekend there's probably eight posts where like either kids like students are doing the dumbest things ever, or they're doing. The most insane dumb things ever. Yeah, it is like jaw. And I'm not a guy who's easily a, like that's jaw dropping. But yeah. Barstool seems to just like consistently put out these videos where you're like, "There's no way," <laughs> and it never really, it never really feels like it's forced either. Right? Yeah. Like yeah, it just yeah. feels natural. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this isn't staged. Like someone's doing this. Yeah. Like people send them. I mean, their curation process. I mean, they it, must get. You know, hundreds of videos hundreds. every day. Like, oh, you know, post it, and then they they post the best ones. Yeah. Caption game is very strong. Very strong. They I had mean, a they had one today. I was coming in here, and they were trying to do a gender reveal, and they called it redneck gender reveal. <laughs> I saw that with the like, guy with the truck. He got hit by a truck. <laughs> so for the listeners, if you haven't seen it, a guy's holding a giant pink. Um, it looks like you know when you go to the gym, not a Bosu ball, oh, what the are those? medicine stability ball, ball? Stabil- yeah, yeah, whatever like you a call it, giant him. stability ball. And then some, I, I'm, the person in the truck, I, I'm assuming, was this this man's partner, and the they were supposed to, I guess the 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 ball was going to explode on com- contact from the truck in- to the ball, and then it just. Launched this dude off a small hill, whiplash <laughs> down this hill, and he almost hit a tree and probably would have broke his neck. Uh, it was um, 
It was really stupid. Yeah, that was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. But they'll get me next week, and I'll be saying the same thing. <laughs> next week, they'll get you today. You're right. Like, they have some li- I love how they've totally like, co-opted Saturdays for the boys. Yeah. like That's a whole movement. And I, t- I think that just started organically, and that's like their thing. you know. And, yep. and then they just find ways to prove that theory or not prove but uh to reinforce that message and it's been it's been reinforced <laughs> it has been reinforced so not like i i wish i i wish i was young enough to do a campus tour but i'm a, like 40 years old i'm a creepy old man if i roll up at like even you know, even me at 27 State, though at 27 no you're you think i'm i think i'm in the danger zone there i think you're still okay i mean as long as they gotta like they gotta be in their 20s they gotta uh, be juniors yeah i'll tell you what uh, this is i've got a i've got a personal story i'm gonna share please do it was a little like it, it was I don't know it was a weird situation for me but uh so in the off season I've got I've kind of told you about this before but I've got like a very good group of friends from Windsor Windsor area all went to high school or close by and we always take these trips <laughs> and we call ourselves the fellas I know it's childish or immature we take the fellas trip so this year we we're like hey and usually it's a Canadian city so we've done Toronto mm-hmm. the original one was a night out just in our hometown we've done Vancouver, and now we're kind of pushing the envelopes. We went to LA, had the weekend of our lives, like unbelievable. And we're like, hey, we got to. You hit up at One Oak, or did you go to. Oh, we hit up, uh, uh, yeah, Hyde. Hyde. Yes, yeah. yes. Hyde, yeah. Hyde was Hyde the spot. You know what? Okay, quick pause. Yes. You know what I didn't realize is that the booths, only the girls can stand in the booths. Or did you guys. Oh, I don't Did you guys find that? Oh, we were, we were standing. We were doing. We were hanging off the walls at this place. Because like, my boy, who's a, who's a club guy, he's like, yeah, only, like, only the girls can stay in the booths. I'm like, all right, so you kind of have to stand in front of the booths. Really? He, yeah, look, maybe it's just, just for me because I'm a giant rhinoceros. <laughs> but uh, that was – anyway, please continue your story. Yeah, I, I don't know. It could have been. But, no, uh, it's, uh, it's, I'm, it's because I'm a rhinoceros. <laughs> but we go and we're like, hey, we decide on Cabo, which is a bold move. We're like you know what? I feel like that's the right move. We're ready to go. Okay, and we're all twenty-seven, so we head down there. We got it. We got a house. We didn't do the hotel route. Is this March or April? End of March, first week of April. Perfect timing. It wasn't though. It oh, wasn't. It was at the end of. It was you missed well, spring break. Well, this is the thing. Was okay. This is what I'm about to get into here. It still it still weighs on my mind. We went down there, and I was like, hey, there's a few schools on spring break. Won't be a big ordeal. I wasn't sure, you know, spring break. I mean, I haven't, I haven't been on a spring break in forever, it seems like. It was littered with what seemed like 18 and 19-year-old boys and girls. And I just felt so old. Oh, yeah, that's, that's And I was just one. like, wow, dude, like, is this what my life has come to? Like, I was... <laughs> <laughs> I was Listen, out. Don't, don't question your judgment. It was the right move. The timing wasn't maybe the right timing. You yeah. Maybe one week earlier, you may have found a few juniors or a couple of seniors, maybe just trying to let loose because they're it's, studying their their bachelors of science or be- yeah. commerce degrees or something. Maybe, but I still like to this day. I mean, it was. I was like, you know, really questioning where the path of my life. I was like, dude, am I that guy right now that when I was nineteen? Looking up, be like, man, when I'm that old, I'm not going to be partying. Like, <laughs> you know that guy when you're 19, yeah. you think of that guy. Yeah, I hated I was that him. guy. I hated that guy. I hated that, that guy, guy would be too. Scooping all yes. the girls, we have like no chance. I'm like, dude, I'm that guy. I'm like, maybe it's time for me to just like hang it up and and uh, you know start getting old. And then it, about two weeks later, I realized it's not time for me to wake to hang it yeah, up. And please don't. Yeah, please don't. But I did feel pretty bad about myself for like a solid two weeks. <laughs> Yeah. I have this incredible Cabo story that I can't tell on this podcast, <laughs> but I'll tell you. I'll tell you more. 
when we finish for another time. Two more questions before we go. Uh, how healthy is your Jordan collection? Is it very healthy, or has it been on a diet recently where you've, you've, uh, you mentioned purging in Instagram? Yeah. Have you purged a few pairs of, of J's? Um, it's been on a huge diet. Okay. But I, I can't remember. Have we, we spoken? We spoke about J's probably three year, two or three years ago when you were the first time you are on the podcast. Okay, so up until last year, so if it's the first time I was on the podcast, it's grown exponentially since then. Okay. I'd probably say I got a, somewhere between like 70 to 75 pairs of Jordans. Whoa. Yeah, and it's like... And they're like out there. Like, Do you buy like the new ones, like or or like the, I've got the a few Russ OGs. I've got the, a few. No, I only only the only the original J's. Yes, I'll, now I'll get the drops when they come out. Right, the reissues. Yes, so I don't, and I don't have a ton of like the super rare ones. Like I have a, uh, I have a pair of the uh, Beach Don Johns. I don't even know what those yeah, are. Yeah, but like, so I'm signed with Nike. So when they drop them on the site, I'll scoop them up. But as far as like the super rare ones won't drop on the site. Um, but you have like, to know a guy who knows a guy. Exactly, and I do. But it, like Jordans are expensive, man. Of course they are, dude. Expensive. I was expensive, man. I was in I was in L.A. last year. I tried to get like when the OVO the first yes. year of the OVO collabs. They were a G. Yeah, that's at what I'm the, saying. At, uh, that's pl- place on Fairfax, uh, not Flight Club. Oh man, I can't remember the name of the of, of the place, but somewhere on Fairfax, I was like yes. a G on some J's. I'm like, no, can't do it, man. can't do can't it, can't do it, can't do it. Nah. especially because you're not wearing those J's like that. Like, yeah, you go to a basketball, a Raptors game, yeah, you, but you're you're not wearing the club. No, you're wearing J's. You're wearing those maybe three times a summer. Yeah, max. And you've got to be in a situation where you know the weather. Yeah, because you're not getting caught in the rain with them. No, you know, if you got a G on your feet, you're not getting caught in the rain with them. <laughs> And not, not, not just any- a G, it's a G that you can't replace. Right. Because you can't get it. It's not like, hey, you know, these are a G and I can go get another pair. No, like, your guy who knows a guy doesn't have unlimited pair trees. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I'm out. I've been out, but I've got a, like, part of it was I had so many pairs of Jordans that I had just gotten from the Nike stuff that I was like, honestly, I mean, I could wear a new pair of Jordans and it'd go three months. I, I just don't wear them a ton, mm. so I, I'm pretty proud of my collection. But mm. I just don't know if there's a if there's a need for them anymore. Got you, got you. What yeah. size do you wear, by the way? Thirteen. Perfect. You perfect. need you need some. Uh, hey, you're not a guy got- who knows the guy. <laughs> I'm him. I'm him. This week you have the Giants. Yep, yep. Uh, what do you make of like? Have you have you yourself sustained any major injuries? Last year, I mean, last I wouldn't say it was like major, but but it, it affected. I mean, your I had surgery. And where? my meniscus, and I, that really wasn't the bad your, part. Your right knee, right yeah? knee, and I had the. It was a grade two plus MCL, so it was weird during the meniscus thing. Nowadays, you can stay awake for it, so they have been like through, a, through the surgery. You yeah, mean. so I like you put it's. A, they told me this is kind of weird, but they told me it's like getting like delivering birth. They gave me like a shot in my nerve, so I couldn't feel my legs. Like epidural. Yes, okay. that's the word I was looking for. And they just put the blanket in front of you, and I didn't even know what was going on. He's like, "Well, there's your knee," and I'm like, "What?" Like on the screen. Yeah, and uh, so, but it was kind of trippy because he's like, "It's all white," and then all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, here's your ACL," and he's like, "Oh, look, your ACL has a low grade one because it was red, so if there's blood in there." And then he went over the MCL, and the MCL was like maroon, but it was still attached, so it was good. And then he's like, "Here's a little. You saw a little split in the meniscus, so they just go in there and like it's kind of really." Very basic. They just like clip it out. But to answer your question, I would not consider a major knee issue. But uh, I mean, it was like 
I wouldn't say it's minor. We'll call it a mediocre knee thing. <laughs> like a medium, maybe medium. Yeah, medium. Not minor, not major, somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. But the Giants stuff is unfortunate. Oh, man, the whole receiving core. Uh, like, uh, how does that, has that ever happened? Like, you, like, in your days of either playing football or watching football, like, in one game, wipe out a whole core of, a, like, a unit? I've never seen anything like Ooh, it. Oh, man. And what was crazy is it makes you think, what, this is what I was thinking about during, during the week, was what happens if, I mean, it's obviously very rare. I've never seen that happen before. But what happens if it's quarterbacks? Oh, right. Then you got to get that random fourth receiver that was a quarterback in college. That's what I'm at saying. At freaking Boise State or Appalachian, Appalachian yeah. or whatever. I'm trying to think of basketball teams. Who's like never gotten a rep. And does it just become like backyard? And most teams only dress two quarterbacks on game day. So it's like, it's not that inconceivable. Four wideouts can go down. Two quarterbacks can go down. And it's like, who comes in? Like I was like, who comes in for our team? Who would come in? I'm My guess is Cam Chancellor. He was a quarterback? Yep, at Virginia Tech. And can still sling the pill. Can he? Yeah. That dude looks so menacing when he's all geared yeah. up. Like, yes, he does. And just, I'm sure he's like the nicest dude. I saw some pictures on yeah. either Earl Thomas's IG or maybe Bobby Wagner's because yeah. Cam got married this summer, yep. right? Yep. Oh, no, Earl, Earl got married or Cam got married? Cam did. Cam got married. And uh, I was like, oh, this guy, this guy looks like a fun crew. I'm sure yeah. like, the story time is just amazing, you know, how, you know, playing cards or whatever. But oh, I didn't know that Cam. That's, yeah. that would be crazy. But it, it would just have to be like, hey, like you'd be in the huddle, and he'd be like, okay, you run a seam, you run like that's <laughs> what we have post, to do. You run a stop, or we'd be telling him like, yo, like Bev just called whatever play. What do you guys got? And I'd be like, okay, I'm I'm on the left. I've got this. All right, like that's how we'd have to do it. Wow, I hope that never happens, but that would be amazing to see. When it got me wild, I had a conversation with a couple of my boys, and we were talking about how you communicate with girls or women. And you know, there's obviously there's the DM culture that we live in these days, yeah. and like, so I was like, yo, when you message girls, do you what is the percentage that you message via either iMessage, WhatsApp? On IG, on Instagram, or via Snapchat. And one dude was like, if they DM me on Instagram, then I t- ask them what their Snapchat is, and I go right to Snapchat. That's and the other dude move. was like, I only message girls on Snapchat. And there's a, and like a, a couple times, I guess maybe when you originally get connected, you might have the person's number, and you just go like regular text. But how does it work for you? I would say I'm going to be bored with this one, but in part of it is... So, you know, Jimmy is my boy, and Jimmy has ingrained in me uh, to make sure I'm always protecting myself. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I would say that 90% of my communication always goes through iMessage. And really? I, and I know, I know I'm the outlier in this, because I've heard the stories, and trust me, I'm in the chats, and I like know. <laughs> but Snapchat, I've got a, a story about Snapchat, which is, and this is not me, but one of my boys, like, this is probably six, seven years ago. No, but Snapchat was only created, like, three years ago, my dude. No, this is, it's got to be, I feel like Snapchat's been around. No, man, maybe at the most four years. Okay, so this was right when it came out, so I don't know if this is a whole thing. But he was like, hey, check this out. And he had, he was showing me photos of a female. Yeah. And I was like, how did you get those? He's like, oh, dude, you got to get this. I'm like, get what? And it was this app called SnapHack. Okay. And basically... He had some sort of app that worked with Snapchat that saved all of the photos on Snapchat oh. without the other person knowing. So oh. as soon as I found out that was a thing, 
you're, you won't find a guy who's less active on Snapchat than me. I mean, I don't send <laughs> a thing. I barely send messages. I'm just right. like, this can't go. So that kind of turned me off the Snapchat game. That's and, then, and then the DM, yeah, the DM stuff, and uh, WhatsApp, WhatsApp, and iMessage are kind of like similar. Yeah, they are similar. So I think WhatsApp is like encrypted though. Like I don't it? even think like like the you know the I mean maybe maybe some Russian hackers or some some brilliant like uh, you know scientists in like India can like crack. Yeah, WhatsApp, but, encry- but it's like two fifty six bit wow. some kind of encryption thing. So like, I need to be more on WhatsApp these days. Then, however, you can be screen capped. What does that mean? Well, they can just take a screen capture yeah. of your combo, and yes, that's like yes, that's yes. the same thing. Like so, some Russian hacker may not be able to get into your phone. Yeah, but you know, some girl named friggin' you know Leanne <clears> can <throat> just if you know she, yeah. she she felt a kind of way. Yeah, which a lot of people out there do feel that kind of way, <laughs> and the DM stuff. I feel like Instagram needs to be like, and I have I have very strong feelings towards Instagram. I'm on Instagram. Okay. I'm, I'm getting heavier on Instagram these days, but it's like it's you gotta have a science to this thing. Like guys have a science, and I've learned from the elders above me who've who've passed down their knowledge, and yeah. I've and I've now kind of tweaked it. But it's like it's a jungle out there. <laughs> <laughs> that the DMs are something. I mean. It's just out of this world. There and people will be. I mean, I could send some of the gnarliest stuff. I could send some cool stuff. I I get send some the most cringeworthy things. And I'm, I mean, I'm not sitting here with a million followers either. I can only imagine what some of these other dudes are getting. Right. But right. Uh, I I'm convinced that like girls on the gram are not like I know it's like in the song like Instagram is a liar. Like I just <laughs> nothing is real on there. There's so, a, yeah, there's a lot of manipulation. A lot of in, like visual, like these photos. angles and lights. Yeah, and, dude. It, and I then, can't wrap my head around it. So it's like you see it and you're like, oh, like it's a cool photo, or like, but there's a, it's like not a cool photo. They like somehow manipulated. Yeah. Did you, wait. Speaking about barstool, there's a post recently where a girl was like, there's some kind of app where you can like smooth out your face. Yes. And she like she taking a selfie was like. You know, for for who, those listening, she was like rubbing the screen left and right, almost as like some kind of tool to smooth out. I don't know, maybe she had some zits. Or I, I don't know, whatever yeah. it was. But and then I, I can't remember the bar stool post, but it was just she's doing it so quickly and then getting the photo ready and then just then there's post. I mean, you don't see her posting yeah. on this particular uh, bar stool post, but I was like, wow, man, that's like I didn't even know that that existed. No, and it does, and it's out there, and it's like. Guys don't know these things. No one does, but the girls. We're stupid man. We are, and we're, we're so far behind the Instagram game. Man, we're so far behind in like everything. We're uh, just especially we're just Instagram. knuckle dragging Neanderthals, generally speaking. Like, they just know, I, and it gets to the point where like this is another thing. So the other day, this is probably like three weeks ago. I was like, you know, I'm sick and tired of asking of people asking me about what girls I'm following. I'm sick and tired of all this nonsense. <laughs> I'm unfollowing everybody, not not guys. So I went through. I've got a couple like almost every purge, purge exactly, purge my Instagram. I was like, you know what? If I want to look at a girl's profile photo, I'll just go and I'll just go look her up. Yeah, and I'm like, and if she's private, like that's weird to begin with. Like I don't know why people go on Instagram and have pi- private profiles. That's interesting that you say that. I'm yeah. like, okay, what's the point of having Instagram? Like, so you're just trying to show off for your friends? Like I don't get it. Okay. But anyways, so. 
I go on there and I'm purging through. And do I have still a few females that I follow? Yes, but it's <laughs> all like my my buddy's wife, my buddy's girlfriend, like a, some a girl that I trained with. Like it's very like it's a very select few that I have like a very close connection with. Anybody that I kind of knew or that I didn't have like a personal connection with unfollowed. I'm like, okay, I didn't know this. It's like within two days, I have ten people text me. Hey, did, did something happen between us? Why did you unfollow me? I'm like, how do you know that? How do you know that? I go back and I'm like, you have thousands of followers. You have thousands, like some of these girls had thousands, have thousands of followers. So wait, is there- How did you know that I am, I just unfollowed you two days ago? So wait, there's a, there must be an app or a site which tells you who unfollows you, right? I apparently, but even. Who has that app? Who downloaded that yeah, app? True story. True story. Who yeah, downloaded facts, that app to be like, facts. hey, I need to know. I need to know who followed me. I need to know who unfollowed me. I had I had someone. I had some. Yeah, a guy randomly at a at a at a bar. Man, it's, oh, the unfollow kind of hurt, bro. I'm like, what? I'm like, a how do you guy? A, a dude. Man, you're talking that's about DMs. So okay, two, two things. You, your DMs must be wild. They must be wild. No, they're not. They're like, listen, I'm just a fat reporter. It's different for me than it is. Don't give me that. Don't give me that. It's different for me than it is. I wondered. The, the strangest DM I got was a dude, uh, a West Coast guy, invited me to like. He's like, yo, if you come out here. You know, I'd love to meet yeah. you, hang out, and then you could stay at my place. And he gave me his address. Very odd. That that's odd. Way too I'm like, far. yo, man, I'm not trying to end up in a freezer yeah. with my body parts in <laughs> friggin' some vacuum sealed bags, homie. Yeah, that's way too far. I was like, man, that's like, it, and you have no idea who this guy is. Zero clue. Zero clue. That's way too far. And I just didn't respond. Yeah, you can't. Like, you can't. You I can't. Just, I just can't. I just I don't want to just go down that hole. Oh, and it it's a rabbit hole that never ends. Yeah. Here's another thing. UK, yeah. you mentioned that you. You follow your uh, your your friends' wives or your like close yes, friends' girlfriends. Yes. So I don't do that, and I and I have sort of a it's not a moral gripe, but I have a I'm a little bit conflicted on this. Yeah. Because I'm friends with my dude, like that's my boy. Yeah. So in my mind, like, why am I looking oh, at oh, his girls? No, 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 no. Or his wifey's photos strictly for dirt on him. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh. You, it's like you said, we're just behind the Instagram game. I follow all of my boys, girlfriends, or wives specifically so that that moment, that, that moment of weakness he had where he said yes to take that sappy photo that she's about to lambaste uh, on the gram is going to be screenshot and right into our uh, group chat. Okay, so you do it to ridicule oh, your guys. Like ridicule, if they, like okay, dude. All right. and, and it's also motivational for me, you know, at, at 27 and, and still like pretending that I'm like a young kid. You are a young kid. It's like, I'm and I and I talk a lot of smack. Like I've talked a lot of smack about Instagram and and how your image is out there. So it's kind of motivation. Like you know what? No matter what happens in my life, I don't want to be my buddy who's on this, who's on his girl's gram holding hands with some in, inspirational quote underneath, with a terrible background. It's like the Detroit River or something, but it's like oh scenery, like cool. You are blessed, grateful, one of those. hundred percent. Like, that's like my nightmare. So it's like, you know, that moment of weakness, I'll just go there and be like, hey, could be worse. I could be, I could be draped on the gram right now looking like a fool. Right, right. See, I I was, I was doing it more because I don't want to be like, just like, I don't want to be staring at my friend's wife. Oh, yeah, my, yeah. My boy's That's very girlfriend. Fair. That's I mean, very fair. she's probably attractive, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't really need to see photos of her. I'm like, yeah, my dude. Like that's yeah, that's hundred you know. percent. So I was, I was like, I was kind of like, I wonder what other people thought about so, that. If I'm, if I'm just on my own. Let me ask you this: Have you ever had a situation 
where someone has gone through your followers and started DMing your followers or following them. No, I don't I don't think so. So I that's know. why another reason I had to do the purge was that people were just making these erroneous assumptions about my life. Like, hey, why'd you follow this person? And you you people know who you follow and be like like, oh. like who? Wait, who's asking you they're these questions? They're on me. Pe- they're on me. And then I have a wait, few. Who's asking you these questions? Uh, people, <laughs> my boys, okay, and other specific females. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, it got to the point where, you know, I have a few female fans that are pretty active on social media sites. Yeah, and they were like following, like exes in my life Ooh. and like DMing them. And but I don't like. I don't tell, I don't tell exes like, yo, be careful of this girl. So it like got to the point where I was like, people were like inferring like, who, who is this girl to Luke and like, what is her relationship with her? And they would like follow her. So then the only reason I started knowing this was a few people would be like, hey, that few girls were on private and be like, do you know who these people are? The only other person they follow is you. And I'd be like, I'd, they'd send me like a screenshot. I'd be like, uh, like that's really weird. And I kept wondering like, how would they find each other? Wow. I didn't know that people like I've never gone through someone's followers and be like, hey, who is this person following? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do you're that. Not obsessed. You know what I'm saying? And you're not like, you're- like, dude, I've been on your page. Like, I see some of the photos. It's dope. I had no point. Nor do you care about like, who am I following? <laughs> like, I don't care who you, you can follow whoever you want. Yeah. You know, it just is like a weird. I didn't know. Like, people are into it like that. Those are, those are some deep dives. So I'm, I'm, I'm venting right now, no, man. No, no, I, listen, I appreciate this. This, this might have just happened to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> this might be fresh for me. It's a fresh wound. Right? <laughs> I listen, I no, I, lo- I love these kind of conversations because it's very much real life. It's like, sure, there's, yeah. obviously you're an NFL football player and your life is incredible because you are in the top 1% of everybody that plays football in the world. You've, you've reached that point in your life. You know, and uh, you're Super Bowl champion, and like uh, you guys, you probably should have two rings, and Bro, definitely, definitely, definitely <laughs> you, can say, you can say, you can say, you know, and um, and you know, but th- this is more relatable to you know to be our friends and like people yeah. who are you know whoever's listening to this at the gym or going to school or in the car on the way to work, you yeah, know what I mean, or on the treadmill, or whatever it is. The trippy thing, and and I'm not saying this on this podcast that so people feel bad for me because it's not it's not <laughs> what I'm getting at. But the one thing about it is when you play a sport, you have to be more you have to be more protective of what you're doing on these social media sites. It's like I've got buddies of mine who are just straight reckless and I enjoy it. And they're like, yo, like, look what I just said. Look what DM I just sent. <laughs> oh, and, man, that, and they're that guy. But it's like what kind of repercussions are they gonna get from sending that when it's like all it takes is a screenshot? Or a, a comment, and it's like, bam! That you send something inappropriate, or oh, and that gets out. Oh, I mean, it's, it's getting out. It's a, exactly it's so. A like, rap. that's why I'm not. I'm not a heavy. Uh, I'm not heavy in the DM. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm not heavy in the DM game. Uh, you said you mentioned one thing. I want to get to this before uh, before we wrap up. You said you've uh, followed the something about the elders as far as the social media, as far as your Instagram game. You've learned some things yeah. from some yeah. from, from some of the OGs. Yes. Yes. What is one of those nuggets that you can share with us so that we can be a little more careful with our own IG game okay. or, or or just have like one little piece of knowledge so that we can operate in a more protective way. Okay, so let's say let's say you're you're on your phone, bam, you're chilling at home. You click on your Instagram, 
cute girl follows you or you get a DM. First things first, you go right to her profile, read the bio, get the vibe off the bio. Most important thing, don't look at any photos. Don't look at any of her profile photos. Right to tag photos. Right to tag photos. Oh, to see what other right people away. have tagged. Like, Anyone, what her lifestyle is. Because that's a, be- oh, that's right, a better indicator of yes, who she is. Because other people she, are tagging her. She's just showing the highlight reel of her and, life. And the other person isn't worried about what the lighting and angles look on her then. Ooh. Her profile could be, you know, laced with, oh, perfect makeup, perfect angle. Like, I don't know if you, have you ever seen those 30 second transformations? Yeah, Check I feel this. like I've seen that in like a Dove commercial like, or something. No, these are like the Photoshop. Instagram things. Yes, oh. yes. They're probably in Dove commercials then too when it's like some of these girls go on there and try and make like a joke of it and be like 30 second transformation. It's like them just saying they're normal. Then all of a sudden like toes up, butt stuck out. You know, they've <laughs> angled and you're like, damn, like look at this girl's body compared to like normally it's, it's just a regular human body. Yeah. And so basically the tag photos will eliminate that. But what you got to also be aware of this is the catch. There's a catch to this. Is some girls will rip through their tag photos and take... And untag themselves. Exactly. So if you end up with a girl who's all of her tag photos are just model shots, you know that you're dealing with the, a top-tier Instagram psycho. <laughs> I'm just going to be completely honest with you. That you are. You need to run. You need to not respond. You need to not follow. You need to just chalk it up to the game. <laughs> you know? You know? Top tier. That's outstanding. Yeah. That's outstanding. Well, yeah. listen, uh, knock on wood. Yes. That the rest of your season remains injury free. I hope so. The rest of your season, it's not going to remain fine free, so I'm not going to hope for that. I hope the rest of your season remains IG incident free. Because it seems so. like there are many safeguards in place, so oh. that's you're going to avoid all kinds of disaster. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy, for that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. I want, I want to interview Jimmy. This is, this is amazing information. Yeah. Uh, and finally, let's hope that uh, the targets are plentiful. Hey, and we have a few of those 100-yard, 120-yard hey. games. Amen. Those, those uh, Kelsey, Amen. Kelsey, uh, Travis Kelsey games. Yes. Amen. Uh, thank you very much for stopping by, man. This is a pleasure. And and I hope you guys enjoyed the lesson, the life lessons you learned here on the Cabbie Presents podcast. Thanks for listening to Luke Wilson. This was Cabbie Presents, the podcast. Oh, yeah.